Welcome to the Hobby Happy Hour. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Hobby Happy Hour. I am one of the hosts. I am Jono, along with... Uh, um, my name's Bob. Yeah, Bob. And how are you, Bob? I'm just... I'm, you know what? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just in a bit of a... I'm all right. I feel like I'm in a bit of a hobby slump at the moment, to be honest. I feel like... You're a bitch. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What's so much animosity? So, I, I do nothing I wrong. Had, I just had I had to get it off my chest straight away. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. You bring I don't out know. the best I've, in me, bro. I've been like, I don't know. You know when you sort of like hit a wall and you're a bit like, I don't... Mm. I finished my carnifex. I finished my feathered carnifex and a load of gauntlets. They've been oh, feathered. Wow. No, that's um, good Good for you. I know, it's only taken a year. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like I've got to this point now, and I don't know. It's almost like a, a goal has been achieved, and now I'm kind of just, you know, when you're sort of like melancholishly just drifting, you, you feel, looking at your Warhammer. You feel empty, shallow. Yeah, like... like a oh. void has been, like, opened up in your space warp time continuum, and you just do not know how to fill it. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Buy more Warhammer. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Um, um, and unless you want to pay for it. But anyway, uh, how are you, Jono? How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm slowly trudging along. You know. Good. Same old Jono. Good. Great. Yeah. Good small talk. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in a hobby slump. I'm just taking a break for a while. It's yeah. Been, yeah uh, uh, it's uh, my name's Jono, and it's been uh, three weeks since I touched the paintbrush. Ooh, that's a long time. <laughs> Yeah. You'll um you'll forget. Yeah, no I won't. I picked it up after nineteen year break, so I got this. And then we can start the next boys. challenge. I need to I need to win back the mug, which is currently on its way to you. So, oh, I was gonna say win back the mug that I have not received. Well it it's with the Royal Mail, so it's uh, <laughs> oh, it's in their hands now. <laughs> it does sound matters to the Queen Um Yeah. yeah. It's in her handbag, she's personally delivering it. I hope so. That'd be super cool. Oh uh, yeah. Just open open the door and be like, who, who is this old person? Give me my mug. Fuck off. <laughs> get off get off my mug. Give me my mug. Um, door. Don't touch it. There's the handprints all over it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my microfiber? <laughs> anyway. We have a very special episode lined up today, don't we, Jono? We, have, we do. Uh, I think I think we do. We do. We have a bit excited. We have a guest. Is it? Uh, well, like I'm already here. Like you know, you, you had your bonus episode. You fly it solo. I'm back. I'm, I've got the range. <laughs> you had your solo episode. I have Let's one solo episode, and I get nothing but stick for it. Oh, Bob, what are I, you doing? Oh. I didn't. I didn't give you stick. I was just like. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Stick. Yeah, I put myself out there, tried something different, and it was a delicious know. story too. Like, uh, hands, hats off to you. I was going to say hands off to you, but uh, hats off to you. Like, I, <laughs> okay, I, I rather enjoyed it. Good. Well, thank you, Jono. I appreciate I your positive feedback. Yeah, um, see, I can do this. I can. Be yeah, nice. nice I think Bob, we should we should do that more within sort of like the. Person and I appreciate you. <laughs> Little cracks start forming across your yeah, face. And <laughs> eels start trying to creep out. And anyway, so what's the brand reference? Um, <laughs> You're an idiot. I know. Anyway, so 
Speaking of guests, um, we have our guest right here, introducing the one and only uh, Scratch. Would you like to introduce yourself, good sir? Hello, I am a British arsehole. That's probably <laughs> the best way to describe myself. Very British, very much an arsehole, only just getting into Warhammer 40k. Yeah. I have a YouTube channel with some subscribers, mm-hmm. where I mostly do silly voices and sound effects into a microphone, and people, for some reason, watch it. Yeah. Yeah, we empathise. <laughs> I think I empathise with a vast, vast amount of that. Yeah, um, yeah we can relate a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just a smidge. Just a, just a, a smidge. Um, yeah, so, oh, so you're only just recently getting to 40k. Were you sort of like a Warhammer AOS or a, a fantasy uh, fan? I, I, I was aware of Warhammer mm-hmm. overall, but I never really got into it because um, I was all D&D, which I still am. Mm-hmm. I'm still all kinds of role-playing. If I just look at my shelf, I've got, well, D&D 5th edition. There's like a stretch of books for that. There's a few um, Kabold Press, like extra beast bestries and stuff. Oh, sweet. I've got uh, Blades in the Dark somewhere. And most excitingly, I just managed to uh, snag off of eBay a copy of the core rule set for Dark Heresy 2nd Edition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. going to be playing some Inquisitional type fellas. No, that is very cool. Very, very but, cool. Uh, but yeah, that is basically. Just fucking gibberish to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've been speaking in tongues. I'm afraid. Uh, but um, I got into I got into 40k because I like satire. Mm-hmm. I like parody, and it's just a giant meme. Like I think my first thing was just hearing a berserker scream blood for the blood god and finding it hilarious. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No. No. Uh, I get so, that. I hear that. I think it's interesting as well because I think you, when you speak to a lot of um, sort of Brits, I think we've all heard of Warhammer. I think everybody's sort of oh aware yeah, they, they, they're, they're scattered all over the shops. You don't all over the place. There's always the brick and mortar establishments, the games workshops there. Mm. So everyone's at least seen one. Everyone's got like a vague understanding. Yeah, for sure, and that it is also like hyper nerdy. It's always uh, obviously yes, yes. That's 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 about it. We are forty k. Obviously, we stick to the the cool side of Warhammer, not like yeah. those uh, just nerdy Lord of the Rings fans. God, <laughs> but uh, yes, I I picked up the um, command commander edition mm-hmm. uh, for like oh from like a, a third party site. Like uh, I can't remember the but you know an independent retailer. So that was really good. I've only just finished painting, well, Ooh. about a couple of months ago, except from the terrain, because God, I just don't have it in me to paint terrain. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to make it. I'm gonna have to make a dip wash up because, like, I painted. I decided. I started to do. Oh, I'm gonna do these pipes popper and copper and bone color. Okay. Then no, no, never again. <laughs> Not brushing those things. So uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what what army did you uh did you decide to start with them? What was your your first foray into 40k? What really caught your hmm. attention? Is it, I really like the the law overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously something uh, non-withstanding from that. But I'm the sort of person who does pick and mix. Okay. So mm-hmm. although I haven't really played a game of 40k, what I do really like is Kill Team. It's okay, neither have we. And ah. I'm and I'm super hyped for Kill Team too, as I played a fair bit of Kill Team. So I would say my favourite ones and the ones I do actually have like a 500, maybe a thousand points of for when I want to get 40k, although I need to get the codexes, <laughs> would be, well, okay, it's a fun army. 
is orcs. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. they're uh, orcs. You you can't not have a good time while playing orcs. It's like, <laughs> there's something wrong with you if you're not doing orcs partly for the meme and partly just to just dick around. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I, think, I, don't think, I think you can't not like orcs, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I think I think everybody at one stage, you know, me included, I have some orcs that I need to finish at some point. Um, but I think everybody sort of goes, yeah, yeah, they, they, they are kind of cool and they are kind of funny. Yeah. Um, exactly. Although, like in in reality, in the real world, if um, oh, they're <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> like, they, they turn from comic relief to holy shit! It's like that like, the thing he's doing that was funny um, that is now happening to me. Actually, Turns out that that isn't funny at all. No. Who would have thought having your leg pulled off for amusement wasn't actually uh, a giant joke? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, and I love lorically how they explain that as well. It's because they just don't have the same sensation of pain. Oh, yeah, they're so they, just dull to pain. So they can't empathize. So, like, when they're like killing, you know, the poor Imperial Guard, um, it's, it's more a case of. Oh, this is fun. I'm sure they're having a good time too. Maybe I don't know. But... Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a case of like one, they don't realize it, and two, even if they do, they think it's quite entertaining. They've got because they, they just don't know the sensation, and so they're quite interested by you know the pain of other races. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, not in like Jokari fashion, but um. Oh no, 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 that, that's like <laughs> less, you know, less said about that the better. Savage enjoyment. Orcs are just kind of. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, definitely. Uh, and um, but, oh yeah, orcs would be like my fun choice, and then uh, necrons as a, a slightly more serious, uh, serious choice. Ah. As I, I do enjoy this idea of skeletons bound by uh, honor codes, and they've got some pretty cool characters. Like fucking mm-hmm. massive meme long Lord Trazing, for example. <laughs> he's one of my favourite characters because he's such a prick, but he knows he's a prick and leans into it really hard. I think I need to. Um... What's the What's the Necron Lord that thinks he's still human? Oh, Oh, oh God! What's oh, his name? Zandrak. Is it? With an Zandrak. Zandrak. Yeah, saw Zandrak, I believe, is his his name. Yeah, no, he's also one of my favourite characters, because he's just this (laughs) popular British general who, I think according to the canon, might actually know he's sentient, no, no, he's gone through biotransference, but but uh, decides it's better to to live in blissful ignorance. (laughs) So he's really cool. cool. He's cool. And then, uh, I guess, following from that, third is what I, I'd like to do in Kills Him. I haven't painted them yet, mm-hmm. but I think they're really cool. It's uh, Harlequins. Really? I'm not sold on the Eldar, and I'm not sold on the Dark Eldar, but I think the Harlequins are really interesting. You know what? Like, I rather, think, I, yeah, we empathised with that. We were talking about that quite recently. Um, and it's just Eldar in general, just, I don't know. They, they, they're not, they don't, I don't know, they don't grab you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. When I when I say when I say I like Harlequins, I really like the Laughing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. someone I I was Segarach, I wasn't entirely yeah Segarath or whatever. I wasn't entirely <laughs> sold on him until I saw a YouTube comment of all things, and it was <laughs> genuinely fantastic. Let me just see if I can find it real quick because I know the exact video it's on, uh, yeah, and I, I will just read it. it out for. 
uh, read it out for you in my best dramatic trailer voice. Oh, please, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and it's uh, it's on the video. Have you heard of Stringstorm? I have not. Oh, Stringstorm does some fantastic 40k themes and songs. And this is on their one for uh, The Laughing God, which is called Prime Clown. And it Actually, plays in I the have, text. I have heard about Stringstorm. Someone was telling me about it like two <clears> days ago because we were talking about the whole Warhammer acquiring stuff and all that BS that's happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's avoid that. That'll be <laughs> Yeah, oh dude. It, it's I'm kind of overhearing about it, but Yeah. I mean they've got a right to, I know, I yep. just think it's a bit of a dick move and uh exactly. 100%. I hope they I think, do like I think the best thing that I read about it, which I agree with personally, is that in the grand scheme of things, it's the same as when they said, you know, you you know, oh, you can't download music for free. We'll we'll come to your house. <laughs> we will arrest mm. you. The, the likelihood is is that if you're not making absolutely millions off of it, then they probably won't. Yeah. They're not going to mind. They won't care. I no, hope. So, if you're listening, so GW is basically like the Metallica in that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Metallica uh, right. started it all. Yeah, they did, didn't Ooh. they? Oh, and I found the uh, I found the comment. This is a bit oh, of a oh, long cool. one. Let me so. give him a popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how are we pronouncing this? Uh, Segorak. You you go you you is pronounce it, it, however you is want. Is it Kegorak? Kegorak. Kegorich. Kegorak. Kegorak. Sigorich. Keg- we'll call it Ke- Kegorak. Kegorak or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call him Kegorak. Kegorak. He's just got a massive tankard of beer on him. Okay, here it is. <clears throat> Kegorak is an interesting character, as he's the only remaining Eldar god. All of the rest are either still unborn, you need, shattered to fragments, Cain, a prisoner of the Chaos Gods, Isha, or was slaughtered the day Slaneshi was born. Imagine what must be going through his head. He before was a most intelligent Eldar god, but spent his intelligence on mere placeful mischief among the gods of their worshippers. Imagine what happened in his mind the day most of the Eldar were devoured, and all of his friends shattered, taken, or devoured as well. Imagine that intelligence, one to rival, or possibly even exceed, that of Siege, turned from minor mischief towards the protection of what few Eldar remain, the destruction of their enemies, and the ruination of Slaneshi. Think about that, and understand why Kegorak laughs. He laughs because it's funny. He has spent millennia setting up this joke. The ultimate joke on Slanesh. His anticipation of the punchline of this, his final greatest joke, is too much to hold in. And so he laughs because he can't. The time of the punchline is nearly here. And that's it. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's juicy. Don't get me wrong. It's like some of the Eldar lore is kind of cool. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, had a, I had a theory. Personal theory. I think Jono knows this. I've, rant, I've ranted enough about it before on a number of occasions. But um, when it comes to chaos, I have a personal feeling that, you know, the, the members of the chaos pantheon, like Slanesh excluding, sort of, yeah. although he was created by the Elder, um, is that the chaos gods were created from the good intentions of the Eldar gods. So Cain's good intention of protection, defending your, mm. your, your society, um, birthed corn. Um, you need, mm. no, you need Aisha's sort of like good intentions for the, the spring and new life. Um, <clears throat> gave birth to Nurgle and uh, Segarach's sort of like tricks and ploys and plots and whatnot. Uh, birthed Singe. And the only reason that we believe that it was created by humanity is because all of the 40k lore is created from the human's perspective, yeah, exactly. Which, Which I love, kind of interesting, but anyway, anyway I. 
I feel that we've gone slightly off topic from what we were going to talk about. <laughs> for sure. Anyway, tinfoil hats off. Um, how about those new well, releases? Well, Which... like, looking at it, like, you know, someone that's just recently got into it, what are your thoughts on, like, the older stuff to the newer stuff? When, when we're saying on new releases, are we talking, like, fiction books or... We're talking models. We're talking models. We're talking oh, models. Ah, the, yeah. the beautiful, the, sweet, sweet. The plastic, the plastic crack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually quite like the Snake Bite Boys. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know why everyone's called... They're all calling them Primaris Boys, which I think is a bit... Uh, not on the nose, but perhaps a bit incorrect. I agree. Because they're, they're not a replacement for boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wouldn't have announced a new boys sculpt if they were going to be a replacement for boys. Nope. Let's be frank, frank here. Uh, do I think the new models are fucking powerful as shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're probably going to be hit with a nerf? Yes. <laughs> the Great Right Squiggy in particular, I've had a little look at. I thought, are you sure this thing makes three attacks and then does an unavoidable four mortal wounds on each six? <laughs> that seems... I mean, two mortal wounds, fine. Four just seems a little bit strong. <laughs> since we're since you since you've brought up the great white squig, and, although the model is sublime, it's so good. It. John is a bit hurt at the moment. He's, um... I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay, okay, yeah, I will talk about it. Yeah, I think you should. I think it's important that you do. Let's let's derail into a little little thing I like to call Jono's rant session. Where <laughs> uh, okay, so nothing. we we've we've experienced this with Indominus. Indominus came out, everyone went batshit crazy, scalpers got on board, and you know, people that legitimately are in this hobby could not get their hands on Indominus box. Oh yeah. Which mm-hmm. later on you can buy the model singularly anyway, so I don't know why the fuck they did that. But you think GW would go, oh, okay. Like, I, I get that it drives demand and creates demand for their product, and that's cool because yeah, it's publicity and marketing. But then they come out with the Beast Nagger box, and it's sold out worldwide in 10 minutes. Mm, and you've got crazy. people using bots and all that shit, and it's up on eBay for like, dude, I live in Australia, obviously. Like, g'day, mate, and all that shit. Oh, you poor bastard. But- <laughs> <sighs> we'll get on. T- we'll, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> what? What? What happened but, in Australia, like, you or, know, or just Australia in general? Uh, a bit of both. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. We'll have to mix it up. But the thing is, like you know, the, it's on eBay already. Like B Snagger boxes bidding, they're up to like six hundred bucks. That's, That's yeah, just ludicrous, man. It's crazy. You know? And but like Dominion came out, and they can't. Give away Dominion box sets to people. Like, it's just... I, oh, That's a, it's I mean, they, a they could. Point. They could give it to me. I'd, oh, yeah, yeah, but, like, like, you know what I mean. Like, they've got so much Dominion boxes, and, like, no one's buying them. Sorry to all I, I would ban boys Yeah, I, I, I would take a Dominion box set, but I wouldn't buy one. Exactly. Well, actually, okay, that's, that's a bit of a lie. I would buy one from a local game shop. Okay, yeah, I can... But yeah. I wouldn't buy one for a flat price. Yeah, see, I'll, yeah, I, I'm not an AOS fan at all. I just buy them all ne- and cut them all up. Uh, I, I, I've never played them, but I do think the Cruel Boys look pretty damn good. So Yeah, yeah, I do. I do think they've done some good stuff with their models. But, yeah, I just, yeah. It, it sort of really shits me when, like... And, like, that's the other thing. The fact that in Warhammer, which is a game about plastic toy soldiers... Whoa. We have, we have fucking scalpers in this. 
Like, really? Come on. There's scalpers for everything, though, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, I'm... Obviously, do I think they should put more in to prevent scalpers? Yes. Am I overly incensed by the mere existence of scammers? Yes, but I'm not so pissed that they're doing it to Warhammer because they do it to everything. They did it to like the the yeah. miniature consoles when they came out. They do it to tickets. They do it to collectibles. They do it to Pokemon cards. Like it, yeah. anything that's got value <laughs> and a fan base for it, it's gonna be scalped. Yeah. Is it is it a really yeah. shitty thing to do? Yes. Is it worth? Like going completely mad at the company for for it, mm, unless they don't have any protection, they should have more protection. But th- mm-hmm. there's some oh, justifiable com- defense there to say that kind of ev- literally every other like hot commodity gets scalped. That's true, and I guess as Yo, far as GW oh, is concerned or the business is concerned, they've sold it. It's money. It's exactly, sold. money's it money. It has been yeah, sold. That's what I mean. <laughs> they have made yeah. their profit. It's, uh, yeah. those, and at the end of the day, and there's always, I think with anything that GW does, there's a side of my brain which is logical and understands business and is like, no, I understand it's a business transaction. That is what this is. It's all They're about just trying that to money. <laughs> but then on the other side of my brain is the, the, the child that loves Warhammer. And it's like, yeah, but I really, really yeah, want no, it. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely see that. However, I would say that if it, it'd be really scummy if they do that sort of stuff. And then like make those box sets, but then there's one thing you can only get from those box sets. That is incredibly scummy. I, I think the worst thing that they did, in my mind, in my, my personal opinion, is when they just stopped making the uh, the amble, which I'm still quite sad about. Um, so that's... The amble? Yes, the amble. What the, the fuck am- are you on about? The amble. Isn't from that, the... that creature? Yes, that's right. The insect beast thing. That, that from, actually um... crops up oh, in... Um, uh... In the book series, we were going to talk about and may may get back onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might. Yeah, um, maybe it doesn't matter. But, um, <laughs> cool. They actually they, they they made a model for it. That's cool. I should look that up actually. You should, but it's you can't get hold of it, so it's. Uh, oh it's, no, 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 no. I mean, it's like do would I like a Marinus Calgar uh, model set? Yes. Am I ever going to get one? No. <laughs> Marius Calgar and his fucking Chad pose on the throne. <laughs> oh, the that's you're talking about like the OG model. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This is OG yeah, well, metal yeah, with him sitting on the with throne. Him, with him fucking spreading on that throne. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, his that's... pet tyranid or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Amble. Warhammer 40k. Oh, that's uh... Oh yeah, that's totally up Bob's alley. Yeah, it's totally on my own. Well, you see, because yeah. you get the ambots as well, so what I wanted to do is get the ambots and smush it together with the amble and then put it into my Nurgle army, but here we are. That's it. It's uh, done. Fun. It's all done. So, oh, well. you, mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned a book series. Um, yes. Talk to me. Talk to me. What are you thinking? What's in your mind? Well, what I'm thinking is that uh, with <clears> the release of my most recent video, we might um, briefly cover the subject of one of the Emperor's finest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the hero of the Imperium. Yep. Dawn. Yeah. Otherwise Rogel known Dawn. as... <laughs> ah, yes, Rogel Dawn. It is I, Rogel Dawn. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Why are Rogel Dawn memes in this now? <laughs> text to speak and Adeptus Ridiculous have just converted Rogel Dawn from a stoic kind of a dick to just this like like you know mentally deficient uh block of wood painted gold 
And I, I love it's it. I love man. it. It's the stash. It is the stash <laughs> with the stash yeah. on it. Bright on Oh my god! There's an amazing comic of um. Oh, they got someone who does uh, Warhammer meme comics. Okay, yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. Rogel Dawn being drawn as Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> and it's just Ro- Rogel Dawn <laughs> building the Imperial pa- Palace, and it's just like, <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, Father, I have a permit, and it's just like opens a bit of paper. And it's just I do what I want. Signed, Rogel Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's, um... <coughs> yeah, it tickled me. That and that did tickle me. Yeah, I just think that's a perfect fit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're segueing anyway. again. Cyphus Kane, the one and only. Cyphus Kane, hero of the Imperium. <laughs> God, I love it. Have Pete, have uh, you two, how many books of him have you read? How many books of him have I read? Well, that would be zero. Yeah. I have read zero. <laughs> there are many of them, though. Oh, there are a lot. I've, I've only read the first compendium, like the first, uh, which is three of them and a couple of short stories thrown in. Okay, okay. Because I got it for holiday reading and thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. What is it about the books that you like then? So what is it about those novels it's, that you really enjoy? It is the tone. Obviously, the characters are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's partly the characters uh, and the tone and the kind of lightheartedness of it all. Because it's a nice, refreshing break from Grimdark. It's still Grimdark, but it's not as heavy Grimdark as like a Night Lord's novel. Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, it, it's like... <laughs> It, yeah, it's like the tone is, yeah, people suck. No, everyone sucks. Everyone's not having a good time by any means. But people still go to work every day. People still have some hope that they're going to get out of the next, you know, miserable thing alive. And it's not like so bad everyone's killing themselves out of despair and self-lobotomizing themselves if they don't meet up. So it's still depressing, but there's there's good elements to it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, yeah, it's like living in Britain. Really. I th- well, I think to sort of set the, set the tone, and I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, fair play. Uh, <laughs> I think um, I think all I really know about Kane is that he is supposedly inspired by both Harry Flashman and Edmund Blackadder. Um, yes, he he has got heavy Blackadder influence, which is good because Blackadder is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. I think it needs specifically uh, Blackadder goes forth is his main influence, <laughs> and that's partly because that's what what. No, I am a huge Blackadder fan, so yeah, it's just I love it. Blackadder goes forth. Yeah, he he's essentially Captain Blackadder, but with like a bit more charisma and charm. <laughs> because his, I'll I'll just explain Caiaphas Kane's character, and that is of a a coward mixed with a giant inferiority complex. <laughs> he's uh, as the name would suggest, Caiaphas Kane, hero of the Imperium. He's renowned throughout the entire Imperium as a. As like an, a hero of great valor and like savior savior of countless worlds through his uh, brave and you know courageous heroic actions. Almost all of those were completely accidental and were only the result of him desperately trying to save his own skin. He's <laughs> he's he's not like anyone who's going to bravely sacrifice themselves for like the greater good of the Imperium. His his best hope is just to find a quiet office desk somewhere. Preferably with access to lots of coffee, lots of good quality wine, and lots of rich noblemen's daughters to entertain himself with. <laughs> That's all he wants. But he keeps being sent on the. But he, again, he realizes the value of this hero, um, 
image that he has to get those things. Yeah, yeah. And so whenever he's sent, and because of that, he's then sent to the most dangerous areas of the galaxy, and he knows he can't refuse them because then either the hero complex will go away or he'll just be shot for cowardice. So he can't say no to anything. He has to keep going further and further into the shit whilst desperately trying to backpedal the entire way in subtle ways. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, you really sold you, you, like genuinely. You sold it to me. Like <laughs> the, the, the best thing. The best thing was is he's not really a coward in a weird way. He's not a cow. He's not scared of anything that's on. You know that he'd fight. He's never like he doesn't gibber in fear of an orc or a necron or like even a demon. But he's the one thing he's really scared of. He's pants wettingly terrified of death. And he's so scared of death that he will fight tooth, claw, and nail, scrabbling at any chance, the slightest chance for survival. He will, like he won't freeze up, and because he's got very fast thinking, very rational. So, um, for instance, when working with the Inquisition, he knows like okay, there's like for taking an example from like the first uh, like the first short story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like he runs away from a battle in a salamander or a, or a leman rut some some kind of guard vehicle yeah, yeah, yeah. against a tyranid invasion and accidentally manages to blunder into the main tyranid force and then comes running back with his then soon to be aid jurgen who we'll get into in a bit but uh jurgen fa- like falls behind and is calling for help with the commissar in front of kane who's a commissar yep in front of like the rest of the entire army and the, he's about he's been surrounded by 50 or so like hormigans but then in front of Kane and the rest of the army is like the Broodlord or a Carnifex, like the big fucking Tyranid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the only thing Kane can do, it's like in his head, is like, okay, charging the charging the Carnifex, instant death. Charging the Hormigants and potentially rescuing that that hapless soldier with my chainsword, probable death, but not a hundred percent. So he has, he has to charge the Hormigans while screaming incoherently, which of course is then uh, picked up on that actually thought of to be a heroic battle cry by the soldiers, <laughs> and carves his way through the um, through the Hormigans to rescue Jurgen. Just because if there's another body, at the very least, I can just trip him up and run away, and that'll buy me a couple more seconds of life whilst they eat Jurgen. That's fantastic. <laughs> 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 and that's very much his um his MO is he's actually a really good tactician and an incredibly good swordsman. He's canonically beaten f- uh three world eaters like chaos berserkers mm-hmm. in hand-to-hand combat, most of which were heavily damaged and or just distracted by Ka- uh Caiaphas, so Jurgen could uh kill them with his melter gun, which is definitely capable of killing a space marine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's just like firing a fucking plasma ball at someone. Um but yeah, his his MO is I need to survive, so I need to be at the back. To be at the back, I need as many soldiers as I can possibly muster between me and wherever the enemy is. <laughs> In order to have as many soldiers as I can possibly muster, I need to not kill have them shot from like the slightest acts of subordination or breaking a rule and ensure they don't go on suicide missions. Therefore, if I look after the soldiers, I don't die. 
So he's actually a really good commissar and a really good tactician. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it makes a lot more sense than uh, than uh, like some of the other commissars that you read about in the fucking universe. That are <laughs> yeah, exactly. These master tacticians. I, mean, I, I, I would say that if I was in the guard and my co- and the commissar had shot someone who I knew for wearing his belt buckle slightly wrong. I mean, if if battle crops up, you know, I might find my las gun strained slightly off target. You know, especially if he's leading the charge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, oh, God, oh, sorry. No, I was aiming for the orc. <laughs> Shit. Uh. <laughs> and I think just sort of as an overarching theme, it's something to bear in mind as well. Like, especially with the Imperial Guard, they are just human. They are, <laughs> they yeah. are people. And as much as you can indoctrinate and brainwash, they still have very, very real fears and very real desires, um, such as not being horribly torn apart by a load of corns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, that that's a... Uh, sorry, I was rambling, but that's a very basic summary of uh, Caiaphas Kane's character. Fantastic. Basically, he, he's just fantastic, just because he's so comedic. He's also in a relationship with an Inquisitor. Really? That sounds very heretical. Uh, I think it's the Inquisition. I think they get to decide what's heretical oh, yeah, and what's yeah, that's, not. Uh, that's actually incredibly fair. Let's have a look. And I think, no, she's a member of the Ordo Xenos. Uh, goes by the name of Ambly Vale. Oh, well, that's cool. And they can pretty much do whatever the f- they want. So that's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think he's also technically an acting member of the Inquisition. Or like a recognised, not a recognised, a secret member of the Inquisition. Yeah, well, they can bring whoever they want in, can't they? They can sort of have... Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, you, you, you come join this little, yeah. little gang of Inquisitors whilst we uh, Inquisit. So that yeah, is, uh... press press gang or something like that <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, cool. I like that. That's nice. And then there's Jurgen, mm-hmm. who is um, Kane's aide. the The canonical thing for him is that he's a blank. Do you know? You know those? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know yeah. blanks. I'm just checking because some people don't really. But Jurgen's a blank, which of course basically saves Kane's bacon in everything against like enemy psychers, tyranids, gene stealers. Uh, other warp fuckery. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, pretty. Sure. He's he's like a really good. Keep him by the side. He's also best described as me during my third year of university when <laughs> finals were on, as if to say his body odor is so appalling it can prevent anyone going within three paces of him. And he's and he's a blank. The, <laughs> yeah, and he and he's just blank. But yeah, he's he is filthy. Partly because of him being a blank. <laughs> That's fantastic. He's Baldrick. Basically, he's Baldrick. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a that, blank version of Baldrick. I think that's the that's the uh, the vibe that I'm getting off of that as well, which is um, frankly fantastic. The fact that there is a Blackadder and Baldrick within the 40k universe. It, it, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's absolutely I think brilliant. Canonically, Kane is presumed to have died so many times, but then turned up later, fully alive. That the Adeptus Ministorum has had to put in a, in a memo to just say. No matter what the fuck happens, he's kept on act. He it's recorded that Kane is alive and on active duty, and even now, where it's just like a hundred years after Kane has died of old age, he's still t- listed as on active duty, just in case that wasn't actually his death, just in case he just turns up as like an ancient four hundred year old man. That's fantastic, and just just for everybody listening as well. So a blank, if you didn't already know, um, it's basically sort of like an anti psyker. Um, put very, very, very simply, it uh, sort of nullifies or, or kind of either completely or at least weakens any sort of psychic presence, and that's because they don't have a soul or they don't have a presence in the warp. They no, I think they've got a soul, but they just don't have a presence in the warp. 
It's um, it's complicated. Like, they're like a negative impression in the war. Yeah. They're like anti-war. If you think of sort of like psychic, if you think is. of like psychic powers as like a spectrum, they're on like the opposite side of. They're like it, a. It, it, I'd like to, a blank is like a Faraday cage, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They say that they're like a Faraday right. cage for the warp, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and also, interestingly, I think originally there was supposed to be something built by the Necrons. I'm right. I'm right with saying that. Am I, Jono? Have I made that up? Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. Okay, no, nobody else remembers this. Like, I might have heard something along these lines. Like, um, yeah, originally there was supposed to be something created by Necrons. Oh, to is this help. Blackstone? The, I think so. I don't know if it's canon anymore. I think the the uh, yeah, they no, no, scuppered no, no, it. The Pariagene, that's the fall it. Of, yeah, yeah, the, the Pariagene was introduced by the Necron or something. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the, the Blackstone stuff is like a magnet that can work both ways. Yep. They can either can um, conduct it or negate conduct it, it or or negate it, which is why um, that's the one. Was it Trazing decided to dick around with the fall of Cadia? Yeah, when talking with Cool or how is it? How is it pronounced? That Cool or Belisarius Cool? Cool, yeah, Belisarius. Yeah, interesting. What on earth I'll tell you is the that? truth, this is, Sorry, this is the just... first time I've ever heard of Cyphus Kane, the hero of the Imperium. Oh, he's got a fantastic um, theme tune. Again, Alfruza uh, <laughs> Al- 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 or Alfazo, Al- you know, the guy, text-to-speak guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. has made a one of his videos. And you know his ones are kind of parodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, his Cyphus Kane video is legit just a Cyphus Kane novel, but animated. There's not a word of difference that wouldn't happen in a Kyber's Cade novel. Like, uh, accidentally running into a stealth orc force whilst trying to supervise the backlines? Check. Running away from the orc force in a salamander being viewed as a brave tactical withdrawal by the troops? Check. Uh, accidentally shooting a weak spot on the, gr- on the ground to uh, crumble the cliff force and drop that um, orc force down, you know, to destroy it? Check. That orc force falling down into another stealth orc force, just killing both the both orc forces and the war boss who is in the second war um, stealth orc force, therefore triggering a full retreat of the orcs from the planet, turning a uh, massacre of the guard into a uh, resounding victory. Double check, triple check, quadruple check. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Kane having a good long cry about how he's a complete fraud in his private chambers. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I do enjoy that. I think I'm gonna have to check him out. I'm gonna have to check out these books, man. I'm gonna have to check out yeah, these no, books. They definitely um, sound up my alley. That's for sure. Check out Hero of the Imperium. Uh, I got it for about twelve of my English pounds. Yeah, pretty good. And that's three, you know, of the novels and three of the stories, and then five or six maybe short stories. About I don't know six hundred pages, and they're all good. Like there isn't a uh, a bad one. First one is set on uh, a planet with the Tau, uh, and it's like trade and not trade. It's like a politics, mm-hmm. trying to avoid an all-out war. Yeah, that makes sense. Second one is protecting a Promethean refining facility from the Orcs, uh, also on an ice world. Oh, uh, by the way, and uh, Caiaphas Kane is the commissar of a Valhallen regiment. <laughs> Sweet. Of a of a mixed gender Valhallen regiment Very nice. as well. So they, they enjoy their ice worlds. And the third one is um, prepare, kind of preparing a world for an imminent Chaos Ravager fleet invasion. 
So Fantastic. obviously there's plot twists along the way, but yeah, that's yeah. the basic layout of the books, <laughs> and I don't want to spoil any for Hashtag spoilers because they're really rather really uh, good. Yeah, they definitely seem like it's worth a read. Um, fantastic. Yeah, especially because I don't know if they're can- like they're all canon or not. I guess they are technically because it's Blackstone. Yeah, Fortress. no, no, no. If it's written, if it's in forty k, Black Library. If it's yeah. in the Black Library, it's one hundred percent canon. It's um, kind of. <laughs> them's the rules. It's the rules I stick so the, by. Anyway. Those are the rules. <laughs> it's in there. Sorry, it's canon now. Lawyered. Oh, are there any other good Black Library books coming out? Like, because I've only read the Caiaphas Kane one and the Gaunt's Ghost, the um, first omnibus of the Gaunt's Ghost. The Gaunt's Ghost books get so much. I so many. I I hear so many people talking about the Gaunt's Ghost books and saying how amazing they're good. They are. They um, are good. I've read the first one. It is the, the okay. The first three because it's one compendium. Yeah, yeah. It is also worth a what a read. I would say. If you like something a little more serious, mm-hmm. a little bit more like Band of Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. read Gaunt's Ghost. If you want something a bit more comedic, you read Caiaphas Cain. Nice, nice. You know, because I, I know on on my list is to read The Infinite and the Divine because I just want to see two Necrons bickering at each other for three hundred pages. Yeah, that's fair. I, it, it's, I and again, sort of like going back to the Necrons, because I know we sort of briefly spoke about them earlier. I think they don't get enough. I don't know how can I put it. Not attention, because they do. They have, you know, the Model Rangers come out and everything like that. But I think it's, people... They're not focused on the Necrons themselves. That's true. Is it? And it's and I think it, people wildly underestimate just how interesting the characters can be within the Necrons. Yeah, you, you that's know. the thing. It's The weird thing is, like, some of the Necrons are more human than most of the humans. Well, they're not all... Because ro- I think everybody thinks of them as just being sort of, like, you know, impersonal robots. They don't have any sort of, like, real uh, personality. But the lords do. I think. I think my favorite thing about Necrons is just how fucking petty they are. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's 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 the fact that they can cooperate with humans better than they can with other Necrons when it comes to like the lord level. But I think that's hilarious. Because it, yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. I I, I really wanted to get some Necrons. Um. <laughs> they are cool. They are, they are cool. I do like my um, Novahawk dynasty uh, blob of warriors and Skopesh destroyers. Ah, which dynasty is that one? Uh, the red one. Ah, the, um, yes, yes, yes. The, the, the melee-focused, uh, currently suffering from Mortarian's invented robot AIDS. Robot syphilis, technically. Ah, I don't know about that. How do I not know about uh, this? I think Mortar. I'm not sure, but I've heard reference to Mortarian did some fuckery, fuckery with Nurgle, and invented Ferris Blight, which is affecting the Novahawk dynasty quite badly. So now, now Necrons have a disease for the first time in umpteen million years. Other than the flare virus, obviously. Other, yeah, <laughs> other than other than the fact they let their McAfee subscription expire during a uh, hypersleep, and now you know they're having to deal with the consequences of that. It was dance the time. What is your what is your favourite part of 40k? What is the thing about 40k that does it for you? And I think it's so multifaceted. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. The ridiculous nature of it. It's the fact that everything by design is overkill. Yep. There's no there's no room for subtlety. Well, okay, Inquisition agents, you know, accepted here some bits, but especially with the Imperium of Man, there's no like. Perhaps we could take the tactical route here. No. We're just going to blow it up. We're just going to... You know, we could create a nice subtle little weapon, or we could put a chainsaw on a sword. We're going to do that. It's cooler. It's way cooler. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and it looks like everything's just so clunky. It's just it's just like the overall look of decay in like moral and intellectual, uh, you know, standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get throughout. that. It's just it's just an interesting thing to see, really. I think. Yeah. No, no, I get that because I think I I quite like how the, there's no sort of like good. There's no sort of like the good guys other than I mean some could arguably say the ultramarines um John Irwin. but um or Commander Farsight <laughs> hey hey I, I, I'm so I'm so we're switching from the ultramarines to the Tau it's a slight improvement <laughs> but the Tau have done some absolutely horrendous <sighs> things as well it's uh... yeah that's why I'm saying Commander Farsight um well in the second sphere because the Tau created ended up accidentally creating a presence in the warp so they have a warp entity the Tau, the greater good warp entity. Ooh. And it was created by the, the Gavessa, the human minions of Tau. Um, so they, a load of Tau decided to kill all the Gavessa. That happened yeah. in the second sphere. Yeah, not not surprised. That happened. But you, you know about Commander Farsight, right? I, I am aware of Commander Farsight and is yeah. definitely not it's Chaos a... Sword. Yes, yes, t- totally not, totally not. <laughs> but... I, I think he I do like Commander Farsight and his uh you know, fuck the ethereals mentality. I get that. I yeah, yeah, no, I think it's nice to sort of see somebody in the tower sort of break off because it has some sort of interesting canonical uh repercussions. Yeah, exactly. But um Okay, I will say my favourite thing in forty K are the uh, Salamanders and the Lamenters. Really? That's interesting. I love the Lamenters and the Salamanders. They are like I paint my ultra my sorry, I paint my Space Marines to be Salamanders chapters. I would do the Lamenters, but I'm not painting yellow chessboards. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love your Lamenters, but I'm not I'm not that skilled yet. They are a, a freehand nightmare. Um, that is for sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, the Lamenters are actually one of the few ones that I can't get on board with. I I don't know something about them. I just feel they're just a little too sad for my taste. Uh, um. <laughs> again, another another String Storm song. <laughs> That they made one for um, the Lamenters, and it's glorious. Uh, but it's it's also their battle cry. The Lamenters' battle cry is the best battle cry of all of the chapters. Go on. It's um, oh, for those we cherish, we die in glory. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is quintessentially Lamenters, but it's a fu- it's a fucking sick battle cry. It is. It's it's quite wordy though. Like I feel like in an actual sort of battle scenario, it's it's quite a quite a mouthful to get out there. It's, um... mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's more of something that's written on them. I wouldn't <laughs> scream it whilst charging. I think I'd run out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I need that third lug. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I still I don't actually know what the Salamander's battle cry is. I think it's like we it's not we are the hammer, is it? I really <laughs> hope it's that. I really hope it's just hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> I, it might be we are the fires of the emperor. I'm not sure. I've got it. I got it. Into the fires of battle, unto the anvil of war. So, yeah, that, that's kind of. It's nice. also quite lengthy. I, like it. I don't think you'd be able to get that out whilst charging, but. I think the this Salamander's war cry should be, again after watching text to speak, should be Vulcan lives, stomp stomp. <laughs> yeah, that would Because be. that's also a pretty good one. Cause can you imagine like a entire company of salamanders screaming Vulcan lives accompanied with shield bashes? Yeah. I mean yeah, but that's when we sort of talking battle cries as well, I really feel like that should be what a battle cry is. You know, something that they cry out in battle. 
um, as opposed to sort of the more the more wordy the motto the like motto a, yeah it's like a, a full statement um, yeah addendums and all sorts um, yeah. I think my favourite Into the Fires of Battle, as regulated by uh, Department 5 of these. It's just kind of... Ru- Actually, no, that's the Ultramarines one. They probably have a bunch of legal jargon in their... Whatever their motto is. It's got, like, reference to uh, uh, cha- the Codex Astartes, Chapter 1, Line 59, subsection, subsection 3, or something like that. If you'd like to confirm or deny, Jono. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll be, I'll be honest. Like I, I know we've we we have shit on the Ultramarines in the past, and I say we, I mean I, and for that I, I okay. Um, I don't mind the Ultramarines. I think they're I think they're fine. I really like Gilliman. Gilliman's really cool. I like Calgar now. Calgar's also cool, but I, I think Gilliman's really cool just because of the fact that he's so depressed at the moment. <laughs> he's he's going through the worst time he, he's pretty much ever had. Because can you imagine being that poor sod who wakes up and like, what have you idiots done with this? <laughs> what is this? Okay, what what, what is the... this? Okay, I turn my, what is I turn my back for five minutes. Who who is she? Yeah. Oh, she brought you back to I, life. And, like, and I, who is she? Is she is she? I, I take a hmm? yeah. I take a nap for however. I take a nap and I wake up and there's a demon. A Xenos, a fucking chaos there. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and like, and then can you imagine his like state when he walked out and saw a shrine to the emperor and just thought, the fuck is that? He said one thing specifically: do not do this. That that was it. Yes. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> we t- did we tell you the emperor was a god? No, we told you not to worship him as a god. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, um, just take down the flags. Just take them down. down. <laughs> quickly, quickly, hide the prayer books. Just <laughs> no, of course we don't have prayer books. To be ridiculous, or a whole society based on worshiping him. Just gone. Um, <laughs> just like nudging like uh, daily psalms to the emperor under a rug or something whilst talking to Gilliman, so no one sees it. When are we seeing um, your rendition of Gilliman, Jono? I really feel like it's leading up to that. My rendition of Gilliman. Yeah. Are you? Are you As you, in, you are painting a Gilliman, right? At some point. Oh. My. Uh, yeah, you'd be waiting a while. <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm interested now. I want to see I've this. Got, I told you. Like, I, I paint. I paint as I buy, so Gilliman's probably like uh, a couple of boxes away. But yeah, I'm gonna get back to it. Yeah, I'll knock it out. And like when you talk about like Gilliman with the ultra depression and shit, there's that famous artwork you see him sitting on the throne, where Saint Celestine oh, yeah. is putting the iron halo above him, iron and you ha- see yeah, him just sitting yeah. there like, oh, sad. It's, it's it's literally him <laughs> saying like, I've been alive for five minutes now and I already yeah. wish I was dead yeah it's just like you had one fucking job <laughs> you dickheads Belisarius Cole was that fucking big oh what? my god Belisarius Cole is a f- absolute he's... fucking unit yeah he's, he's so like... huge He's like taller than Gilliman, isn't he? Yeah. He's like he's Primark sized and above. It's, it's, oh it's, I, I think he, he must weigh like four tons of solid steel. 
Yeah, well, he yeah, he I makes Ultramarines look small, doesn't he? He is like a he makes he makes a Primarch. He look makes small. he makes a Primarch look insignificant. He looks yeah, like wow. that. He looks like that fucking comically large photo of Joe Biden, and like <laughs> cool is Joe Biden in that photograph. Fucking damn it! Core. Fucking Biden even found his way onto our podcast. <laughs> damn it! Um, <laughs> I do. Love you Cole. Biden? I actually, you know what? I forgot about Cole, but Cole is one of my. I fucking love it. I love that side of like the admech, where they're just like they're just fucking crazy. Like a lot of people bash Cole, man. Like, but it's just fucking no. crazy. He's literally lo- lots of people are saying like Cole, Cole is the biggest ex machina Mary Sue ever. And I was like, not. I mean, kind of, but at the same time, it's entertaining just to have this, you know, enormous, insane tech gobbling babbling away in the background and just subtly reinventing an AI for one thing. He's just. <laughs> But he, he could look however he wants. I mean, he could be the size of a house if he so chose to. It's, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. I think he just likes being the size he is. <laughs> I, Although yeah, it would be quite so. funny if he just remodelled himself to be one foot tall. <laughs> really? Just comes out as this tiny little toddler-sized, uh, you know... <laughs> what is he? A fabricated... He's not fabricated general. What is he? Yeah, he's the Arch Magos Fabricator General. Arch Magos. This is yeah. full title. The, the top you, of the top. <laughs> Yeah. Hey? Not quite top of the top because he he really wants to be fabricator general, doesn't he? I think he you know like, I think Belisarius Cole is like the the highest um admech there is. I no, I'm pretty, I, I'm sure. pretty sure he's like second or third. You know what? I'm not sure someone now. Else's fabricator I, I thought general, he was the top and but... No no no, I think he really wants to be top, but the thing is a lot of the admech think he's an insane, dangerous psychopath. Which is and won't support yeah, him. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's <laughs> an Archmagos he... Dominus. Yeah, but no, he's not Fabricator General, and that's the top position. Mm, okay. And well, I, I think, I know that Gilliman is, like, supporting him, but is also saying, I don't want you being Fabricator General and in charge of Mars, because I don't know yeah. what you'll do. Yeah. Which, which <laughs> I actually think is completely fair, because the guy is fucking nuts. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, like, he's... <laughs> He's mind-wiped himself, like, you know, four or five times, hasn't he? He doesn't even know who he really is. Uh, yeah, no, he had, he's had his mind wiped a, a number of times, I believe. Um, oh, oh yeah. gosh. God, that's... Why would you do that to yourself? Because he's fucking nuts. It's... <laughs> the guy is was, was the first time an accident? Was he just holding the neural eyes of the wrong way round or something? <laughs> oh, right, it says point... That way, it's a bad guy. Ah, oh, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh, I'm really, really struggling to find out who the current fabricator general is. Maybe it's not even. Well, I mean, I'm there sure there's one. Be some weird... I don't think there isn't one at the moment. Really? Huh. So every Forge there's world is ran by their own uh, fabricator general. Is the leader? Uh, sorry, the the schnip one for the blooper reel. Each Forge world is uh, ruled by a fabricator locum, not a general. So, Belisarius call is possibly the highest tech priest in theory because he works so close to terror and maybe, I don't know, so close with Gilliman. I don't fucking know. But, um... Yeah, but he... He's not like the officially recognised leader of the Admech. No, so, but I don't think that there no. is one. And it's probably by design by the yeah. Imperium so that they don't, you know, go all crazy and segregate like, themselves off from the rest of them. 
I mean, crazier. Oh, yeah, fair. Kelbor Hall was the original before him, wasn't he? Yeah, but he went tra- Traitorous. Oh, yeah, that was that was Traitor, yeah, sorry. He went uh, he went Dark Mech, um, or just yeah. also, When are oh, You know what, I'm... I'm with the Kill Team 2.0 announcements, mm-hmm. and they're making like more box sets for like kill rosters. How cool would it be if we got a Traitor Guard or Dark Mechanicus? I would love like a, a Dark Mech set set for a Kill Team because I think they can do it. Because I think with Kill Team they'll look into like smaller factions. I think they will as well. I think it's... so. Mm, I I honestly believe the Dark Mechanicum should have a playable force like in box oh yeah 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 but I'm, I'm saying like kill team would be a really nice like leaping off point for that yeah I agree they could they, they if yeah. if anything they'll bring it bring it into kill team as a uh as a testing the water thing and then it'll say the well because it's the, dark mechanic well kill team is the main gateway drug for warhammer so <laughs> it's a testing ground true true <laughs> it's true um <laughs> it would be I guess it'd be cool if they brought out a kill team but then it came with enough spares so that you could utilise like the add-on sprue with say if you had a box of rust stalkers but then you could use these bits with your rust stalkers to make them dark mech um, I'd, yeah like conversion kits or something yeah well that I mean that's the only thing that I really feel like I'm missing from Warhammer at like the a minute. spare upgrade sprue yeah like a, I, like I want to you just like a dark mech upgrade sprue. Why not? Just give me what I want mm-hmm. and a new Lictor model. It's all I want, GW. Those two things and a new Chaos Demon Prince. I thought you wanted that Abnol. Abnol. What? What is it? Abnol. Yeah, but they've already produced the it. They've already created it. The hard work's been done. They just need to let let people buy it again. This all they need oh. to do is just go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we had one in the back the whole time. There you go, Bob, for free. Because yeah, GW has actually kind of answered my calls as of recently, with the announcement of the new Death Deathcopter models, <laughs> and I am, I'm very happy. I'm very happy <laughs> with that because I've got two of the Black Reach choppers, and then wanted to okay. do uh, another one. But and then I looked at the abomination that is the old metal one, and just thought, no, <laughs> no, I refuse. I, <laughs> I refuse to purchase this thing. Um, well, we recent we recently did a little thing, didn't we, Jono? Where we uh, we painted ultramarines from the Dornian Heresy. I don't know if you know of the Dornian Heresy, but I could happen to talk about it all day. Is that um, when Rogel Dawn didn't like the uh, Codex Astartes? So the Dornian Heresy is when Chaos don't manage to win over Horus. So Horus goes, "No Chaos, don't want you. Oh. Don't want no Chaos up in this grill." Um, so they go for Dawn instead, and Dawn falls. <laughs> Don't want no kids up in this girl. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, girlfriend. Because <laughs> I, I really like, like, um, I mean, Vulcan being found by a salamander and then becoming, like, this most savage lead Primarch and then basically falling to corn. Uh, but then Angron didn't get the butcher nails implants. So I think those are really cool uh, mm. tweaks they made. Yeah, they did. They, honestly, they, they, considering it's all completely fan made, it's, um, they, they did it really well. Because honestly, I do think Angron is one of the most sympathetic characters. He's, um, yeah, he's not yeah, a good time. Yeah. He's not a good time. But I hope they bring out his Demon Prince model soon. Oh, that would be cool. But mm. hey, like, he's sympathetic like right until the point he gets the butcher nails implants. Then he's like the most sympathetic. Then it just turns into a downhill, downward spiral of ever worse atrocity. But you can yeah, realise well, why it's was... because of those butcher nail implants. Well, because like before he had the butcher nails. 
implants. Like, he flat out refused to fight and kill people. So, like, because he had to duel against his, like, mentor father figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he threw down his, his weapon and went, no. And then they stuck the butcher nails in him and he tore him apart limb from limb. <laughs> yeah. Without... Without hesitation, uh, my, so... Um, oh, I'm currently doing some Corn Berserkers, just classic, at the moment. And it, well, I haven't painted for, like, about a month, so I'm just using them as an excuse to get back in. And then <laughs> after I've got those, I've got some Chaos Cultists and some of the uh, Blackstone Fortress Cultists of the Abyss to do. Nice, nice. Well, I've got, nice. Some, uh, I've got some more Nids to feather, so I'll be feathering some more Nids. And then I've got a paint. That sounds like a euphemism. It does sound like a... I heard he likes to feather his nids. But um, definitely sounds like uh, a Cockney well, thing. Where's, where's, uh, where's Bob now? Ah, oh, he's feathering his nids again. Yeah, he fucking alcohol blimey. He loves it, doesn't he? Jesus. Um, but yeah, that. Because uh, I have been on and off from you. <laughs> I, hey, no, the, Eng- the the English will get a euphemism out of literally anything. <laughs> oh, you've already butters his own toast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good. Puts his cakes in the wheelie bin, so he does. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Fucking, I couldn't. I like this sound. This is almost offensively British. I feel we should apologise to the Australian. Yeah, sorry, man. Sorry, Jenna. Sorry. Sorry, Jenna. Uh, Sorry to all our American listeners as well. And um, and um, our friends sorry, in Sweden. Uh, I, sw- I, switch- I switched off uh, halfway through that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's fair. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, God, it's, it's the Brits again. Ah, uh, fuck <laughs> it. Just turn off before they start talking about football or something. Just Oh, no, we can talk about football if no, you want. No, we can't talk about football. No, we can't. I don't yeah, even like talk football. About football. Shut up, right, you Italian-Australian bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to roll. Yeah. Oh. So sad. Yeah. Big big shout out to my, my brother in law. Ha ha. Suck shit. Um. <laughs> oh, Jono. 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 Hey. We'll see what happens with the World Cup, eh? Um, so, moving on swiftly before um, I cry again. It's too late. Probably wouldn't let you get to me this time, Jono. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then after, well, I say after I finished feathering nids, because I don't think I'm ever going to finish feathering nids, I feel like this is what I will be doing until I die. Um, we have some Admech to paint, don't we, Jono? Ooh. No. Some robots. No. Yes, we do. Remember, remember that thing that you promised that you said. So basically, to set context, we ran a competition and to decide which army we would paint next, and the winner voted for um, robots mm. and mech. I've got. Um, I, I do have a robot to paint. Ooh. I've got my. I've got my uh, Scopech destroyer. Senor Scopi. Yes, Senor Scopi. <laughs> and uh, that's a cool model. It is. Yeah, he's he's fucking cool. He's um part of my yeah. He's going to be part of my Necron army, just as a general mix of a just like a small one, just a bit like nice balanced mix of warriors, Mm -hmm. royal warden, uh, and then a blob of destroyers and scarabs with a with a destroyer, uh, destroyer lord to buff them. Oh, fantastic! And then under the Novahawk dynasty, they're just going to be like a crashing wave 
because with the royal warden you know you can shoot fall back charge shoot fall back charge yeah we know how to play so nice we bo- know the rules of warhammer we know it's a game yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm all about i, I know sorry yeah but just the nice blob of warriors i just thought i'll just have a those warriors with the warden at the back as a nice like buffer like a crashing force in and then uh, send the destroyers and scarabs around the site to get objectives and uh, cause mayhem on vehicles. Nice. Yeah, that, that's what I'd do too. I'd be all like, Psh, whatever. Yeah, then I roll those dice and have, then like... Have, ooh, have shoot sixes up in your shit, <laughs> Shoot them in the face. Hope for sixes. And I'll pull out my hammer and, and then yeah. smash them up because I don't like losing. Um, <laughs> table flip... <laughs> and- and then when I feel like hating myself, I've got a Harlequin troop to paint. Yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be interesting, man. That's. Um... I'm gonna. I, I may try to do laced, you know, the diamond leggings. Yeah, yeah. But then I will probably give it up and just do black. Don't do it. <laughs> because... Go for it. Push yourself. It's good for you. It's um. Don't get I... better by not trying something new. I'll I'll definitely do like the jackets in check or stripes or something, yeah. but. Like, I'm not sure about the bits of the thigh. Those might be a bit tricky to get anything uh, definitively set with good lines. Yeah, for sure. Keep us updated on that as well, though, because I, I want to see that. I mean, th- those are like you know, months ahead of painting because I've still got... That's Warhammer. All, I've got a lot to paint before I'm going to do that's it. That's Warhammer. But... We've got years of plans. Years of plans, and then we start a new one anyway because that's what happens. Yeah. Um, I still have yeah. a, a homunculi coven to begin as well, but uh, at this rate, that's going to be starting in 2022. Yeah. I think it's everything's going to be thrown out when the new Kill Team box gets released, and I buy that, and then suddenly I've got Krieg and Commandos to paint. <laughs> yeah, fair. Ooh. Have you got any tips? Ooh. Is there anything that you've picked up being relatively new to the hobby, any anything that you'd, I don't know, that you you think uh, that the people would want to know. In ter- are we talking about in terms of models or in terms just of the hobby, just uh, the hobby inside, just the hobby overall? There are some really really good people here. There are some really kind, really enthusiastic people here, oh, thank and you. they are a joy to talk to. There are also pricks <laughs> who you don't want to talk to. Yep. Uh, and my advice is. Ignore the pricks. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people salty. There's going to be people raging about why their favourite faction is in S tier. And then there's going to be people, get, people getting pissy about every single rules change because it changes something they they liked or built their entire army around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And the thing is, a lot of the Warhammer stuff is like an echo chamber of shit. Obviously, they don't do everything fantastically. As I've said, the Great White Squig is definitely overpowered at the moment. That's kind of an odd choice. But it looks so However, cool. It does look amazing, and the way, but the way everyone's talking about it, there you'd you'd end up believing the Beast Snagger boys look like shit covered Doritos. <laughs> they don't. They look fantastic. And they do. And yeah, they look good. Okay, they look a bit like Doritos, but they still look good. They look That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the Games Workshop has shot the hobby in the taking it out back and giving it two shotgun blasts to the head via the release of this new box set, orc box set with the codex coming out what two days ago or something and it's not even fully released yet and like oh there's some uh, bad points to it yes is it the worst thing in the world that's ever happened no it's probably gonna be fine some models gonna be strong should they have balanced it a bit better yes is this an excuse to go screaming about it everywhere not really. No. There's just there's just some dicks. Basically. And you know what? That's uh, that's pretty much exactly what we say a lot, is it not, Jono? I'm and sorry, then... <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, we preach that. 
Yeah. Uh, and then with regards to the painting, just try. My first paint jobs were awful. My second job paint, think... paint jobs were awful. My current paint jobs are awful. However, <laughs> they're slightly less awful. And yeah. that's the important thing. You just keep trying something new. You keep trying a new technique. You Preach think, it. oh, I'm going to try edge highlighting this time. Oh, how about mixing a wash? Or, oh, how about giving it a different undercoat or something? Like if I'm doing a pox walker, maybe I'll give this thing a, a green undercoat yeah. or a purple undercoat. Yeah. And then put a flesh tone on top of that, or make it look diseased. Yeah, for just sure. Just try something. Try something on cheap models. Get some. Get some stuff off eBay second hand. I mean, okay, Australian yep. excluded here, but for any English or uh, <laughs> English or American one, get some. You don't have to even like. I mean, obviously like the models, but you don't have to think. Oh, this is definitely going to be in my army if you're just using it as a paint job. Yep. Yep. Just yep, think, yep. Those are cool. I'm going to try this on them. Couldn't agree more. Like I don't. I don't play. Uh, Tyranids, and I got, and I have in my room an old Tyranid battle force that I picked up from an old doll shop, just because I thought maybe at some point I want to paint some Tyranids. I couldn't agree more. I literally, that's um, yeah, I completely agree with you, one hundred and ten percent. We just do it, just go for it. Don't don't listen yeah. to the haters. Do your own yeah. thing. Like you want to do it, just do it. You want to do a random paint yeah. job. You want to try something different. You want to try some icy nids. You fucking make your icy nids. Fuck exactly. the haters. Watch um, a couple of videos. There's fantastic tutorials on how to paint literally anything. Take that information, you know, apply it, tweak it, post the results, and then learn from people who give you some constructive feedback on it. People who say, that's, you know, that's really nice, but have you considered this paint? Or have you considered uh, trying a dry brush of this? Or like, you know, if you got that's a nice blue, maybe you could dry brush some pale blue or just some like ice white on top yep. of like the exposed bits and give like a, a, a snow flecked ex- expression yeah, to yeah. it. Just take, you know, post your stuff. Don't be afraid. Take the feedback. Um, ignore people who are just there to bait and just give it another crack. And if you want to get started, if you sort of feel, well, who can I go to? Who can I turn to and ask these questions? Look no further. Come to us. Follow us. Instagram. Hobby Happy Hour. That's right. Hobby Happy yeah. Hour. Instagram. And me. Get in touch. 56 Scratch. <laughs> and also 56 Scratch. Just going to ram that in there. <laughs> just break your flow. <laughs> no, genuinely. It's, it's honestly been really fun having you on this show today. It's been fantastic. Um, it's actually been really good. And hey, maybe I can come on again somewhere. I see that. If I we can... ever get another call. Why not? We have uh, we have years of episodes planned. I'm sure we can, uh, we can start you in again sometime. Joy. Um, That's better than my scheduling, which is week to week in a, in a panic rush of, oh God, I need to make the video. <laughs> uh, for sure, man, for sure. Any uh, any final words from you, Jono? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. Yeah. We, we won't be having you back because you've, uh, you've, you've joined the, the ranks of like ragging on the Australians in the first five minutes of meeting you, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nice knowing you. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 we're British. It's kind of inherent. Yeah, it is. <laughs> nah. It's all right. We rag on everyone. We like we got a rag on Brits as well. Like, oh yeah, come on. <laughs> For sure. We're well aware of how shit our country is. <laughs> <laughs> but the only good thing I can say is at least we're not America. <laughs> He doesn't speak for Hobby Happy Hour. Just, yeah. <laughs> yes. Independent voice here. Uh, the views and beliefs <laughs> expressed here are not. <laughs> just, for our, just for our legal team right there. Just for, yeah. just for you, the Steve. Views express, uh, the views and opinions of 56 Scratch do not reflect those of Hobby Happy Hour. We do, <laughs> do not accept any responsibility for what he says. Fantastic. Um, 
Right, let's bring this to a close then, guys. Thank you, um, thank you very much for your time with us today, Fifty Six Scratch. It has been no. genuinely. Thank fun. you very much for ha- having me on. It was uh, a new experience. I've never done a podcasting before, so uh, so this was we real fun. Cherry. <laughs> oh God, nah! Don't describe it like that. <laughs> also, don't do it in your terrible British accent, Jono. Okay, can't do it. <laughs> anyway, right, that's been me, Bob. And it's been me, Jono. And it's been me. Call it Scratch. Fantastic. Fuck's that guy? (laughs) Remember, folks, those have leg day. Okay. The Hobby Bob Show. Bob and Bob. Oh, fuck. There's that other guy, too. I don't know what to say now. Yeah. Yeah, not that easy, is it? Shoes on the foot. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. I got this. It's alright, I'm surrounded by sat- the worst tasting satsumas I've ever had. Um, I apologise for my voice, I was born in Yorkshire. Ooh, not that picture. Yeah. Uh, Bob's scrolling through his like copious amounts of dick pics. I was content now and this is the hobby happy hour. Although sometimes we go into extra time. Oh, God. Um, it, it's just... Uh, I, look, if, if you two, if you two buggers like edit me out for the entire thing and then just have me appear at the end and me scratch, <laughs> me what scratch. the fuck was that? You've been listening in on us. Okay, folks, bye. Love you all. Bye. Later. Bye.